You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 211 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. How would you feel if I said to you, your whole life is built on lies? How would you feel if I said to you, your whole life is built on made-up stories? And how would you feel if I said that your whole life is built on strongly held noble beliefs? Obviously, you would have different feelings for each of those statements. But what if I said to you that each of those statements are really the same statement. Huh? Come on, Louis DeBianco, stop playing with us. I'm not. Our minds play with us. Our capacity to create endless stories, that is a game that's going on inside of us. My intention with you always is to make you more aware of how that game works. And when you become more aware, you're more empowered to start creating stories that are really good for you, stories that support you, stories that move you in a direction that you want to go in, as opposed to being pushed in a direction that you feel you have to go in because quote-unquotes, that's the way it is. Why quote-unquotes? Because that's the way it is, is a story. If you buy it, it's true. If you don't, it's not. I want to look at one of the most powerful made-up stories in our culture. And I know because I am an example of a person who has bought into the story, has lived it, and is still feeling the effects of it. That story is the education story. These are the important elements of it. Get a good education because it leads to respect in society, to success, and a really good life. It will definitely set you up for security. Right now, I'm not going to get into whether or not education can make that happen. What I will say is that if you never question the education story, you follow that system, you may create a really good life that you feel is an achievement. Hey, and you should feel it's an achievement. But consider this. There is a possibility that had you questioned the education story, especially if you didn't like education, if you felt it was something you had to do, but 
you really didn't connect with it, if you had questioned it and struck out on your own, there is a possibility that you could have created an extraordinary life. I'm not saying, listen carefully, education means lack of success, ignoring it means success. No. Let's look at the education system. It conditions you to seek outside approval. When you're in a school, you work for grades. If you get high grades, you get high approval. If you get low grades, you're looked on as not so smart. And students buy into that and they begin to treat other students accordingly. These are the smart students. Those are not the, those are the not so smart students. By the way, in my journey in education, I was one of the smart students always. And I'm not bragging about that. I'm just saying this to you to make you understand that as I began to get a clearer picture about what education means and what intelligence means, I began to realize that getting being one of those who gets higher grades doesn't necessarily mean that I am better suited for success, that I'm um, more that I'm guaranteed success or happiness or a great life. Also, the educational system conditions you and trains you to be an employee, maybe a business owner, but in most cases, business owners are people who've created jobs that really own them. That is the main thing that the educational system does. Most people today agree that the educational system, oddly enough, does not train you in financial literacy. You will be given credentials that will allow you to get a job, maybe a really good one, although that's becoming less and less today because the emphasis isn't so much on the degrees you have, but on what value you bring to the marketplace. Maybe it sets you up for that, but most people who come out of schools don't have a clue about how money works. If they find out about it, that's because they sought the information on their own. They had to self-educate about money. And there are many broke PhDs. There are many broke uh, people with master's degrees. And there are some really stupid PhDs. Well, they're articulate, perhaps. They can spout theory with impressive eloquence. But in terms of knowing about life, relationships and understanding human psychology, a lot of them are out to lunch. So education is a story that prepares you for certain things. Once again, it conditions you to seek outside approval. And if you never get beyond that, you're going to live your life basically as a slave because you're always going to be playing 
according to someone else's rules. And it also conditions you to be an employee. It does not train you to be an entrepreneur. It does not train you to be a risk taker and a creative individual who just says, I don't like the jobs in the job market. I'm going to create a form of work that pays me what I wanted to pay me and that brings me joy. You don't get that kind of training in the educational system. Certainly didn't in the schooling that I got, and I got really good schooling. By the way, this may sound odd to you with all the things I've just said, but I'm not unhappy that I went to school, that I got a master's degree in English literature. No, not at all. I'm so happy that I have looked at those things and learned to apply them in ways that really do benefit me. And I didn't allow the path that they set me on to restrict me and to think, well, that's what my education has given me. That's all I can do. No. So I don't regret the education that I have. Just want you to be aware that it isn't a hard and fast rule. If you go to school and get great grades, you're smarter than and more set up for success than a person who perhaps drops out of school or while in school got really terrible grades. Intelligence and degrees don't always go together. I have a a person that I used to be close friends with who is a really intellectually sharp guy. He's witty. He's funny. By all appearances, he's really smart. He's intelligent. And yes, he has a degree of intelligence. In terms of school degrees, I believe he has four of them. But real intelligence and... and um, Degrees don't always go together, as I said. The fact is that this person is a terrible business person. He's terrible in his interpersonal relationships. And he caves in under the slightest pressure. Is he set up for big success in in the world? No. Fortunately for him, he, about two years ago got an inheritance, which has set him up financially. But when he was on his own trying to make it, he was a neurotic mess, despite all of his education, all of his degrees. I watched him in business, and frankly, he was completely a baby in business, and would whine and cry and fall apart when the going got slightly tough. Now, let's look at a different example of success and intelligence. An example at the other side of the spectrum. We're going to talk about an individual named Andre Ramel Young. Let's look at his educational background. Originally, he went to Centennial High School in Compton, 
the hood in L.A., but he transferred to Fremont High School in south-central L.A. because his grades at Centennial were very poor. He made an attempt later on to enroll in um, an apprenticeship program at Northrop Aviation Company, and guess what stopped him? Poor grades. He was not eligible. Well, Andre Ramel Young turned his back on school, and for the remainder of his days in high school, he turned his focus to social life and entertainment. Andre Ramel Young, these are the given names, the born names of Dr. Dre. See, Dr. Dre is the story that Andre Ramel Young chose for himself. The world chose, his parents chose, society chose. You are Andre Ramel Young. You are a person who has poor grades. You're destined for, and you fill in the blanks. He had a burning desire to do something else. He obviously didn't buy into the story that poor grades meant lack of income, meant a life that was going to be all about struggle, and he changed his identity. He said, you know what? I like Dr. Dre as a name more than I do Andre Ramel Young. And this man... He has numerous accomplishments. I'm not going to list them all. You can certainly find them online. His success eventually gained him this title from Rolling Stone. They said that Dr. Dre was 56 among the 100 greatest artists of all time. Is it a story? Yeah, it's a story. But hey, it's not a bad one to adapt and to live into. Not only that, he started a little company called Beats. Eventually, Apple bought Beats from him for $3 billion. Hey, not bad for a guy who got bad grades and couldn't get into an apprenticeship program at the um, Northrop Aviation Company. Three billion dollars. Not a negotiated deal like that. You think you'd have to be smart or stupid? Now, I want to be clear about something else. I'm not putting Dr. Dre on a pedestal. I'm using him as an important example to explain that you have two, basically two choices. You can either accept the stories that are being given to you as you move as you move forward in life those that are given to you externally based on performance maybe mistakes that you make etc and you can hold on to those and say well that's who i am because look this is what i've done in the past that's a very dangerous story to buy by the way because your past does not have to be your future You can erase it. Yes, you can. Take strong belief. Take strong desire. 
takes real strength because self-doubt will be the story that bombards you as you move forward in a new direction and say, who are you? Come on. Look at your past. Look at your grades. They were terrible. Who are you to think that you can be? Fill in the blanks. That's what's important to know. You don't have to aspire to be a Dr. Dre as he lived an exemplary life. No, but I'm not here to judge him. I'm here to acknowledge that he is living proof, along with many, many others, that what stories the mainstream creates that most people and I have bought into for long periods in my life, they are not the truth. They're stories. And you know, if the stories are making you unhappy, they're creating tension, they're creating depression, they're creating anxiety, you don't have to hold on to them. You have the power to change your narrative. Now, what does it take? Tremendous fight, desire, motivation, The place to begin is to surround yourself, to surround your inner environment with supportive stories, with supportive information, with motivation, with, yes, positive thinking, and don't allow doubts to undermine that thinking. I'm looking at a small flyer that I put on my wall. I, I, um, I actually made this on my computer and printed it. And it says, doubt your doubts. Remember that. Doubt your doubts because your doubts are stories. And the power of our creative minds, it's so powerful that as long as you stick, as long as you focus on a thought, it will develop. You're writing these scripts all the time. I'm writing scripts all the time. Which ones do you want to write? Do you want to write stories that will give you an exciting life? You can. Or do you want to believe in the stories that the society has already given you and that say say to you, This is the way it is. You can move forward in any direction you want. You can change direction today. Is it tough? Yeah, it's tough. Let's use the analogy of a wild horse. When the wild horse is leading you, you're on that wild horse holding on for dear life. That is a story that's run out of control and you're not directing it. But in order to change the direction of that horse, to tame that horse, you're going to have to put a tremendous amount of effort into it. But can it be done? Yes, it can. Then when you tame the horse, you can get the horse to do what you want the horse to do. So how badly do you want it? And how hard are you willing to, how much effort are you willing to put into it? You see, if you focus only on the effort, that becomes the story. You won't do it. 
you've got to focus on a powerful reason why the effort is worth it. And then, as they say, when the why is strong enough, the how will kind of take care of itself. The how somehow doesn't become so daunting. It doesn't feel so painful. In fact, it might even start to feel like fun. So education is just one of the stories. And that's the only one that I want to focus on today. The reason I chose it, too, is because we are at an exciting point in human evolution and history. Digital technology, you've heard me talking talking about it before, is exploding the stories of the past. The educational system as we know it is starting to fall apart. And now there are new systems of education. There are new stories for becoming successful. And most of them point toward not being an employee, not working for linear income, but creating your own source of income by deciding what you want and how you will bring value to the marketplace to get what you want. Not how to steal what you want, but how to legitimately give value and get rewarded very, very highly for that value. That's going to become eventually the mainstream story. Why not make it your story before it's mainstream so that you can proudly feel, say and feel, it was a story that I chose, not one that I just accepted to enjoy this journey, it's a championship journey, always begin by asking, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.